From the Thinking Out Loud studios, it's the Thinking Out Loud podcast with Kevin and Kyle, the podcast that exists to help you navigate the culture of today from a biblical perspective and to help you grow in your relationship with God. God has commissioned and called you to be a light in this culture. The only way you can do that is to know the truth. No matter what circumstance you're facing, no matter what season of life that you're in, if you truly want to find success in that season, you're going to have to go back to the simple question of what does God say about me in this moment? There's no shortage of information in this culture, but there is a shortage of truth. Welcome back to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. My name is Kevin Wilson. And I'm Kyle. And we are excited to be here with you again for another week of the show. And um, so, <laughs> so mm. Kyle and I was talking, and we were talking uh, before the show, and he started saying some blasphemous things. And so, since he started saying blasphemous, heretical, all the things, I just told him, I was like, dude, just stop. I was like, well, you just stop. We're not even talking about this right now. We're actually going to talk about this on the air. And I just want to help you to understand what he said. And, you know, I might need some help from the listeners. I don't know, but we need to really pray for Kyle. So I brought up one of my favorite restaurants, Chick-fil-A. And his words to me was, I don't really see what's so great about Chick-fil-A. Like, I don't get the whole Chick-fil-A thing. I mean, in so many words is what he said. Don't, that's just not acceptable. And if you why don't is hear, it? Why is it that anytime I say, it's like to Chick-fil-A lovers, it's almost like those are fighting words. Like, you give me the look, and I think I'm lucky we're on Zoom because <laughs> I... I get this look from people when I say Chick-fil-A is not that good. And it's like they're debating in their mind, should I slap him? <laughs> do, I, do, I, do I physically put my hands on him? Or is my facial expression enough of a letdown for him to know he's wrong? What, what is the deal with that? Like, well, it, Am I not woke enough for you? Is that yeah, what this yeah. is? <laughs> You're definitely not woke if you don't like Chick-fil-A. Like, I, I mean, it's, I, I don't listen. I've had a lot of chicken sandwiches in my life. Um, <laughs> uh, come on now. <laughs> we know you've had a lot of chickens. Oh! <laughs> now, do you? I hope you guys get his drift there. You know, he's he's oh. being, he's being funny. Um, you know, talking we're friends. About, we can be funny like that. Talking about, I had a lot of chicken sandwiches in my life, man. This is see see what happens, man. My goodness. Anyways, so. I've had a lot of, chi- again, I've had a lot of chicken sandwiches in my life. And I actually don't, let me say this. I actually don't like chicken that much, by the way. So, you know, for, for, for back at his joke, I'll clap back a little bit. Um, um no, this is, it's, a, it's not a joke. You don't like steak. You don't like barbecue. You don't like watermelon. And now Kevin, <laughs> a black American doesn't <laughs> like chicken. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of chicken. Like you'll never. You know, you have a, you have effectively crashed any stereotypical, like anything to do with Black Americans. You've yeah. done it. Uh, you know, I. Yeah, I would never pick chicken. So, like, if I ever went to a restaurant or you know for dinners at home, or my wife asked me all the time, you know, every Sunday, what do you want for dinners this week? You will never hear the words chicken come out of my mouth. I don't not, I just, I'm not a big fan of, I'm just not a big fan of meat 
in general. Like, yes, do I eat hamburgers? Yup. That's about the extent of what I like as far as meat is concerned. I don't think I'd ever miss chicken if I didn't have it. I definitely don't like chicken on a bone. It's just disgusting. Uh, no, I don't like it on the bone either. Ugh, I just, I don't, uh, no. Unless we're talking flats. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but I'm talking about chicken patties at this point. So chicken pat, like just the fried chicken patties. Here's why, here's why I don't like chick. I don't think, oh boy. It's not that I don't like Chick-fil-A. I like Chick-fil-A. I don't understand the hype in Chick-fil-A. What's better? Like what, what's better? Like what name a chicken place that's you are going, you are going to hate me for this. What's wrong with Popeye's? <laughs> Come on, man! No, listen. Their chi- their chicken sandwich, their chicken sandwich with the pickle on top. I would rather spend less time eating that. Hey, listen. It's funny. As soon as he said Popeyes, my ear, my earbud actually flew out of my ear, like. <laughs> wasn't even intentional like god is orchid man i'm telling you listen if you don't hear him on the show next week this is why like we've fired him listen listen i honestly think what did it for me is is everybody everybody (laughs) popeyes what you grow up no never mind what yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) listen what what i think what did it for me is everybody talked it up like this is listen uh, what are we talking about again? Chick-fil-A? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Chick-fil-A? You oh, understand, I live in a church world, okay? So oh. I have pastor friends, and you would think that that was like the waiting room to the throne room or something. Like, they, they talk about it like it's heaven on earth. And so I'm like, oh, it's going to be this amazing thing. And it's just got to be a pastor thing. Because I get there, and I'm like, their sauce ain't even that good. Like, I'm like, their sauce ain't even, like, the Chick-fil-A sauce? They'd be like, oh, you gotta have it with the sauce. I'm like, oh, it ain't that good, bro. It ain't, it is, there's nothing in my mind that's different from them than if you would have talked Popeyes up to me, just, and I would have tried Popeyes, I'd have been like, oh, it's not that good. It's not, I honestly think it was just the hype before actually doing it. That's what I think. <laughs> and then you gotta wait. It better be Christian service. You gotta wait 45 minutes for fast food. <laughs> You're darn right. You better be nice to me. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Okay. Uh, I, there's so many things I can say, and I don't even know where to start. But like, <laughs> Popeyes? Really? Like, Popeyes? Hey, man. Look, I, I mean, hopefully we never have to have, pop. you know, I guess Popeyes will never be a sponsor on this show. But, uh, <laughs> but Popeyes, dude, like that is like. I, I don't good. even know what the words to say. Well, that's like second rate chicken. That's like I, I put Popeyes in the same I put Popeyes in the same category as Church's chicken. Like it's just Church's, ch- Church's chicken is good. Oh come on. Okay. Chick- so chicken Shack. Wanna... Chicken Shack is good. Listen, if you put Church's chicken in anywhere near your top fast food chicken places, I don't you I I have no words for you. And your whole thing about your pastor saying like, it's like a waiting room for heaven. I will tell you the Chick-fil-A, it might not be heaven on earth, but it's at least purgatory. 
I will say like, this. It's, it's, it's like, yeah. you, yeah, you, cause you, you gotta wait. pay, you gotta pay so much just to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's Catholicism 101. Oh my goodness. So, you know what? Listen, we, we have Catholic listen, listeners. I will say, Let's not be I, I will say <laughs> I will say if you are a Catholic, I'm sorry. <laughs> See what I'm saying? He's just hey, he's just wrong. You, he's just off. You're making me mad. I'm a foodie. You're talking about food. No, but listen, I will say this. I, I will, it is the freshest piece of chicken I've ever had from a fast food place, but, but, but it's not the best. Uh, listen, you, you know, you're talking to a guy who in our food pantry, we have bottles, not packets. We have bottles of Chick-fil-A sauce. That's the problem. Like when they I have, they, nope, they have franchised you. That's why you like them so much. Oh, they they have learned the art of franchising their customers. It's a cult. Uh, it's a cult. When you spin your lazy Susan and you have bottles of Chick-fil-A sauce, <laughs> it's a cult. That's how you know it's a cult. No, no, no. I've, we've got bottles. You may be a redneck if... No, I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right, kid. It, we're speaking of food. Let's let's get on a little more lighthearted note. I've called Matt Catholicism and rednecks now. Um, so let's get me off this subject. But we were talking. I just want you to maybe, know. I just want but, you to know. He knows I was going to say something else. Else, and he just cut me off because he doesn't want to hear any more about Chick Fil A. And <laughs> you know, all of my Chick Fil A fans out there, you know, I I just want you guys to have my back. I need you guys to get on our Facebook page, and I want you to tell Kyle what the truth is he's all about truth he's all about facts he's all about you know all of that there's a lot of truth in chick-fil-a being the best fast food chicken joint in the nation yeah does chick-fil-a have cajun breaded chicken where they're at who eats cajun any like i don't want that (laughs) kevin of course you don't want cajun but Majority want <laughs> okay. Wow. So let's this just is, <laughs> this might be one of the most, you know. Hey, and I'm not listen. editing any of this out. By the way, we're not. When we send this to the production company, everything Kyle said is going to be <laughs> left in here. So Kyle's going to be canceled. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's get into the topic of our show because this is yes. exactly what we're talking about yes. today. Yes. We didn't even plan it. Listen, we love each other. It's all fun and games. Oh yeah. And um, listen, if if I offended you, I am sorry. But in real talk, we're we're talking about a, a woke culture. Last week we talked about woke, stay woke. What's it mean and how it's intermingled with cancel culture? Whose truth is what truth and and Kevin's going to get into it a little bit today, but the perception of truth. And basically, we live in a generation where if something does offend you, it's no longer confronting the issue. It's literally just canceling out the issue. And so that has a lot to do with this woke culture that we're experiencing and that we have experienced. But last week, we talked about how woke culture was really, it was a culture that's been around for a long time. It, it really, it's been around probably since the 60s, if we really want to go back that far. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it was, for Black Americans, it was a word just to basically say, hey, stay alert. Stay alert with the injustices that are going on. And then we've experienced it really in our generation. If if you've seen someone say, 
hashtag stay woke or hashtag woke, what it really was, it was an alert out for police brutality, mm -hmm. um, mainly against black Americans. Yep. However, what we digested last week was the fact that in America, it just becomes way too convenient for us to take a word that was originally meant for something or to take a, a community of people or we take a, an agenda that was meant for something and then turn it and twist it into being what we want it to be. And so we discussed a number of things. If you have not listened to that show, I challenge you, go back and listen yeah. to it. Uh, Kevin, yeah. Kevin really did a good job educating us on what Dr. King really was was trying to promote, which was equality in the process of life, not necessarily an equality in the outcome. Yeah. Because everybody operates different. There are going to be different outcomes and different scenarios. And just because there's a different outcome doesn't mean that there was an inequality in the process to get that outcome. And so we really talked about what it meant to be woke to be educated, to be alert to the social injustices, to the police brutality, to just injustice in general. But then we also discussed what it meant to be fake woke mm -hmm. and what it meant to just have this cool trend and we're going to, without any education, promote something, hashtag woke it, and then hopefully that creates change. And unfortunately, it has. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, our nation has created and implemented some major changes in some major organizations because they believe they're hashtag woke, but the decisions they've made have no educational basis to them. Mm -hmm. And so what we're seeing in this woke generation now is we're becoming a culture that's raised by emotions and feelings and what we say is right. And the problem is, and Kevin said it so well, is it's going to collapse on itself. Yeah, That type of culture is going to collapse on itself. And we'll get into it today, and I'm going to turn it over to Kevin. But what I want you to understand is, is we cannot be a society that says, hey, you can do and you can say whatever you want to do and say as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. Because what we're going to find out with the woke culture and the cancel culture and how they're both intermingled is the more that you try to cancel, the more that you try to allow, the more that you try to promote in this woke nation, the more toes you're going to step on and eventually you're going to step on your own because you're just allowing way too much. Yep. Because when you, when you don't have a basis or a fundamental truth system yep. and everything's just true, you're going to end up contradicting yourself. Yeah. And, and you're going to see that that whole basis is going to collapse on itself. And so what we want to do today is continue that education on what does it mean to be woke? How should we properly be using this if we should be using this woke hashtag anymore? And what are some things to do to stay away from it? And then we're going to discuss specifically how this nation and this, the world in general has made some decisions along those lines that can be rather dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So eloquently put, Kyle. And yeah, we're we're gonna get on that. And we, last time, what we did was we we went through, you know, kind of the problems as well. We left off at the problems. What's the problem with wokeness? And we talked, you know, we talked about the fact that it doesn't actually fix anything. It just blames entire people groups. We talked about as Christians, we should always be aware. We talked about the fact that it confuses the purpose of the civil rights movement, and that's where we talked about equality of process and equality of outcome. And then we want to continue today in the problem with wokeness. And one of them is it's uh, wokeness 
in and of itself is perceived truth. It's not really true, right? So we use the example of the police brutality last week. You know, somebody sees a 30 minute clip and they go, you know, racism's real. Stay woke. Like that, that, like they would post that video and then put the, the line on Facebook, racism is real. Stay woke. With no context, they didn't research. They have no idea what happened 30 minutes before that 30 second clip that they saw, but yet they're telling you to stay woke. Well, that's a perceived truth. We have no idea if that's actually true. And we live in a society where you hear this a lot. Well, that's your truth. Well, this is my truth. You know, you know, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you found your truth. Here's the problem with that. There is no such thing as your truth and my truth and their truth. And like, we can't all have truth. Right. Like Kyle said, there has to be a basis on where we start just in general. Like we can't, listen, I can't look at the color blue and Kyle says it's red and I say it's yellow because then when somebody says, Hey, I want to paint my house blue, then I don't know. Who do you talk to? Because my blue is red. Kyle's blue is yellow and your blue is green, but that's your truth. Well, none of the houses, they're all one house is going to be green. One house is going to be red. One house is going to be yellow. Why? Because no one would agree that blue (laughs) as it's supposed to be is actually blue. And that's the house. So the outcome of that house is going to be different than what you originally intended. And so what's, and this is the exact same thing that's going to happen in our society If we continue going down the path of, quote, woke culture or that's your truth, I hope you live your truth. Go ahead and live your truth. But at the end of the day, your truth is not going to flush out and your life and the society is not going to look the way we envisioned it because there is no such thing as your truth, my truth. There's only one truth. And that's the truth that's in God's word. And that's science. And that's all the things that God created. And by the way, God created science. So, yep. Which is why science is proving God's word. That's right. And, you know, but, but that's what I'm saying. So we all can't be right. And, and when we look at, you know, well, that's your truth. and And this is my truth. We do that about religion. Right. We we say, you know, we'll say to a Buddhist person, well, that's your truth. I'm glad you found your truth. Right. Because we want to be we want to you know, we want everyone to just get along and we don't want anybody to step on anybody's toes and, you know, all those all the things. Right. But here's the problem. Here's what I would who here's what I wish would happen, actually. If you know what's true, which we all do. Right. The Bible says that, you know, the, the image of God and who God is, has just been imprinted on our hearts. We, we, we know we, we understand. Right. But here's the thing. If you don't want to follow God's laws, you don't want to follow the word of God. You don't want to follow the creator who knows you better than yourself. I'd rather you just say, you know what, Kev, you know, I, I know that that's the right way to go, but I just I just don't want to do that right now. Like, I just, that's just not me. That's just not what I'm doing. That's not what I want to do. I don't really want to be a part of that whole, you know, God's word and what he has for me. I just kind of want to do my thing right now. I would respect you more if you said that to me, 
even though it would hurt me, but I would respect you because you're being honest. Mm-hmm. But when you come to me and say, well, Kevin, you know, uh, same sex marriage, you know, you say, well, one, one man, one woman, you know, in a relationship. Well, that's your truth. Well, my truth is that a, a man and a man can be together, a woman and a woman can be together, or, you know, I believe that, you know, I'm actually a woman and not a man, even though I was born a man, like all the things that are being said in society today. And it's like, well, that's your truth. Go ahead with it. I would rather you just say, hey, dude, I don't care about the Bible. I don't care what it says. I'm just going to do my thing. Because at the end of the day, that's a false floor and we will never get to where we, where we want to be. And I, I'll tell you, and it just seems like to me, Kyle, that this would be so plain to people, like that people would understand how this could not, there is like, you can't scale this. Like it's right. not scalable. Like at what, 50 years from now, if everything is my truth and everything is quote woke, like you said, we're going we're gonna to end up stepping on our own toes because nothing's sacred. There's no clear lines in society. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where hashtag woke begs the question, what's your agenda? Yeah. Because at this point, you're you're not awakening yourself to any truth. You're using a 30-second clip. You're using a potato head. You're using Dr. Seuss books to really promote a different type of agenda. And because it's a platform, you're gonna use that platform. And I wrap it in that, let me explain it, because I'm not so surface to where I look at a potato head and say you're using that, or let me explain it real quick. In the release, Hasbro said that it was making sure all feel welcome in the potato head world by officially dropping the Mr. from the Mr. Potato Head brand, because they want to promote gender equality and inclusion, basically saying that they needed a modern makeover to their brand. Why? Because that appeals to society today, okay? Toy makers have been updating their classic brands to appeal to kids today. Barbie has shed its blonde image and now comes in multiple skin tones, body shapes. Thomas the Tank Engine added more girl characters. American Girl is now selling boy, boy dolls. And then Dr. Seuss. There's six Dr. Seuss books that will no longer be published because they portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. Listen, do I have a problem with any of this? At surface level, no. At surface level, if a Dr. Seuss book depicts people in hurtful or wrong ways and we're deciding that we are going to cancel them because we are woke to the feelings of others, okay. Yep. I am okay with that. Yep. I am okay with and I support that the, the image of the Barbie isn't just a blonde hair, blue-eyed white girl because that is not the reality of this world. There needs to be different skin tones. I am in support of Mr. Potato Head, the, the brand being called Potato Head, as long as there is still a Mr. Potato Head character and a Mrs. Potato Head character. I don't see anything wrong with that either. However, what's the agenda behind all of this? Because I can't believe that we're so mad at a potato brand. We're so mad at a Barbie brand, and we're so mad at a Dr. Seuss kids book where you have to dig out the hurtful and portraying images. Like, as a kid, you're not going to read that and say, that's a black man they're talking about. You're not going to do that. However, it's there. Okay, so I get all of that. But what's the agenda behind this? Because if we were really woke to 
racism, if we were really woke to sexual equality, if we were really woke to the well-being of our young ones, then we wouldn't have half of, half of the artists out there that are out there right now. If we're going to be woke to these situations, why is Cardi B still out there after admitting that she has drugged, raped, and robbed people? Men. Right. Why is WAP? Why is WAP? Yeah. Why is why is winning WAP? Why is a, exactly winning awards so for the I, number one song? So what I have to believe, Kevin, is that this whole woke culture is wrong. It's fake. It's false, and it's an agenda. And there is an agenda behind it. Because, in my honest opinion, we wouldn't have started with Mr. Potato Head. We may have ended there. We may have said, "Hey, listen." After talking about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, and after going through the R. Kellys, and after going through all the football players that are throwing their girls on a bed of guns, and we got all that done. Hey, guys, maybe Mr. Potato Head just just for equality here. Let's do Potato Head and still have the individual characters. Okay. Hey, guys, maybe we should start dissecting these Dr. Seuss books. I could see that conversation happening after you go in mainstream media and say, our kids are being infiltrated with this. Monday Night Football is being watched by kids all over the world. And we have an Aaron Hernandez still playing after he's been connected to multiple murders. Now, we know how his story happened. But what I'm saying is, is the NFL wasn't kicking him out. Right. They weren't, they weren't going to kick him out. They've known, they knew it for six years before they, he even went to court. Mm-hmm. They were moving him around. Mm-hmm. They were helping him escape. And what I'm trying to say is, is, is that there are, there are big ticket items that haven't even been approached. Mm-hmm. But we're going after school books. We're going after toys. I just kept, man, I, hashtag woke. It sounds so dumb when you really start dissecting what's going on. It is. So what's the agenda? What's the agenda behind it? Right. You're right. And I, you know, hey, you guys, you may look at this and you might say, this is really simple. Like this, is, like what, like, I don't understand why you're so up in arms. And, I, and I'll tell you, I mean, I listen to a, a good amount of podcasts and uh, I cannot tell you <laughs> the amount of Christians who are good with this, like, like who are, you know, progressive. And we're going to talk about this because, man, it's, it's, yeah, a, it's a progressive Christianity, progressive Christianity. We need to talk about that. Yeah, we, we're going to be talking about this upcoming. I've got um, got some requests out for a particular author that I would love to have on the show to talk about it, because it, it, it's amazing to me that the church would go along with something like this, right. you know? Why would you go? Right. Why would you go along with you know feeling like this is right? You know, and, and 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 saying things like, "Well, you know, the church is all up in arms about this," and you know, I, I don't understand why they're so up in arms. You know, we're just trying to get equality for everyone, and it's like, what are you talking about? There's an agenda behind this. We should not in 2021 be sitting and talking about whether Mister or Mrs. Potato head is an issue on a box for little children. They don't care. Here's the thing. You want to know how you shape a society? You want to know how people become racist? Racism and all of these other things, they're taught. They're taught. And you are teaching children now to be so sensitive about things that they cannot stand to see a box that says Mr on it. And you know what I want, you know what I really want to do? I want to go, once all of these come out, I want to go to the toy store with a magic marker 
and put Mr. on every single one of the boxes. <laughs> like, I mean, and not you can do to, that on your way to Chick-fil-A, Kev. <laughs> and not to be, I, I, and I say that in jest slightly, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm not going to go and deface anything. Right. But, you know, it, why are we why are we raising a snowflake, whimsy, gutless, spineless culture? Like, like, why are we doing this? Because this is the this is the generation that we're raising. And, you know, the Dr. Seuss books. And I agree with Kyle. If something is being portrayed wrong, let's do what we can to make sure that we're not doing crazy things, right? We shouldn't be writing racist books. We shouldn't do all of these things, right? But what's the agenda behind it? If you're cons- if you want to know, because I, I, some of you may or may not know, maybe you don't watch the news or maybe you're not on social media, but the six books from Dr. Seuss that they're canceling is, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, if I ran the zoo, McEaglet's pool, I know I didn't say that right, on Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Eggs Super, and The Cat's Quizzer. That's the six books, in case you have read these books. Now, I know I have some Dr. Seuss books in my house. We have literally hundreds of books in our house because we love to read. And I will tell you, I don't think I've ever sat down with a Dr. Seuss book and thought anything else, but how did this guy make millions of dollars <laughs> on these ridiculous rhyming words? If I would have known, it was time. right? If I would have known I could do that, I would give you all kinds of books. I got, I mean, I, I'll write you one right now. Like <laughs> you're going you're gonna to pay me. Right. Um, but, but, and then you got Disney plus Oh, the beloved Disney. They removed uh, several classic titles from their children's profiles this week. So now they just removed them from the children's profile. If you have an adult profile, you can still see these titles. But Disney Plus removed Dumbo, Peter Pan, Swiss Family Robinson, and the Aristocats. Like, what, what, what do you learn from Dumbo? Have you seen Dumbo? You know, it's been so long since I've seen Dumbo. You want to know what you learned from Dumbo? What do I learn from Dumbo? Have faith, believe, accomplish things yourself. Mm. No, literally, like Dumbo is a, even if you don't feel like you belong, yeah. you have value. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And instead, we are woke enough to educate the culture that, well, Dumbo's actually racist and we need to not watch him. So you're negating the message of hope. You're negating the message of encouragement and self-motivation and being able to do things even when you do stick out, that you still have value. All those messages apparently don't matter because there's somewhere in Dumbo hidden a racial stereotype. Right. Well, I have news for everybody listening. Whether you're white, black, brown, Asian, it doesn't matter. Where you go, you can find racial stereotypes if you look for them. You will find them everywhere. You're not canceling the hot dog stand. You're not canceling the strip clubs. You're not canceling. I mean, I'll go down the list. You're not canceling Coke. Try to be less white. You you don't think white people aren't mad about that? Try to be less white from the Coke slogan, but that's the hashtag woke. We're not canceling Coke because they said that. No. Okay. Well, Well, they're trying to appeal to the masses. Fine. I'll get over that. I don't like it. I don't understand it but I'll get over that. I'm not canceling them. And here's why I think woke culture and cancel culture merge. I truly believe woke culture was for 
black Americans to stay alert because there are just some bad things that happen in society. Mm -hmm. And then when that got misused, it birthed cancel culture. Mm -hmm. Birthed it. Mm -hmm. And so now being woke means doing whatever you can to cancel situations. Look, we want to cancel things. Why do cuties take so long on Netflix? Just right. to get something done about. Let's be honest. If we're going to be this woke culture, yep. children aren't for sale. Yeah, Sorry. They're not for sale. Why was Cuties on there for so long? Yep. Why did it take Netflix taking a massive hit for them to realize this is not okay? Those same people, those same hierarchy, the same hierarchy, the same higher up in power people that allow Cuties to be out there. Are the same ones saying Dr. Seuss can't exist anymore in six different ways. Are the same ones that are saying Dumbo has to come down. Peter Pan has to come down. <laughs> really? What's the... What? Th the agenda? I don't know if that was the right question. It's, it's literally... Guys, again, we're passionate because it's a lack of education. Look, we're all about change. We're all about activism. Do it the right way. Start with the right things. Right. We can't have... Certain things happening in our nation and, our, and around the world put so much focus and emphasis on certain literatures and certain cartoon movies and, and things of that nature that honestly have helped build and shape some of the best character people that we know today have been motivated by some of these books and some of these movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I just think about our entertainment industry just in general, right? Yeah. We'll take our little girls to see Beyonce or Cardi B or, you know, name your girl out, Megan the, the Stallion, you know, who all these people, right? I mean, these oh. people are disgusting, period, right? Just disgusting. Yeah. And we're totally fine with that. We're not going to cancel them for being half naked on a stage, dancing around for all, you know, to see. But yet we're going to cancel a Peter Pan movie. We're, we're going to take it off the show. We don't want them to see that, but we're totally fine with putting, I don't know what name your sleazy concert, which is almost all of them, right? Like, like, do we really think that Beyonce, Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B and all these other people, do you really think that they're like role models for your kids? Like what, like, and, 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 and this is, you know, and I, I think of it like this, think about, you know, people are so sensitive, but think about stand-up comedy. Like if, so anybody knows me knows I love a good stand-up comedy. Like I yep. just, man, I've got so many stand-up comedy back when we were watching DVDs. i still have so many in boxes. Cause I'm like, man, my internet goes out. I'm gonna throw one of these bad boys in and, and have a good laugh. Like I love stand-up. Okay. Now. One of the cool things about stand-up is that you can, you can make fun of different cultures without being mean. Like it's a, it's, a, it's a celebration of the diversity that we have amongst ourselves in this world and bring a, a funny spin to it as opposed to being so super sensitive that, you know, that, that, that we're offended. Every single time somebody says something. So, and I would say stand-up comedy is an equal opportunity offender. They don't care. Look, Jeff Foxworthy will get on there or you get the guys from Blue Collar Comedy. Those guys will rag on rednecks all day, right? They, they will rag on them all day long, right? 
you get some black comedians and they'll talk about the black race versus the white race. Like, you know, have you ever seen, you know, like whatever, you know, whatever the joke is, they will say, you know, but if I was a white person, here's how I would do it. Or if I was a black person here, you know, whatever. There is nothing wrong with that. Like, that is great. You know, I think, Frank, you know, Frank Caliendo, when he does the uh, impression of uh, Charles Barkley, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, that man's a knucklehead. He is terrible. T-R-B-L, terrible. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, listen, <laughs> now, why would I be so sensitive? Frank Caliendo is a white guy. Right. Why would I sit there and be so sensitive and say, well, I can't believe he was talking like a black man right there. Like he was really trying to give the stereotypical black man talk because he was talking about a black man. And to hear a white man sound like that is freaking hilarious. Like that's just but you know what I'm saying? You talk about comedy. The best to do it. And you're you're probably going to be like, oh, Lord, help us. Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I, I haven't seen. I, so, I, so I, I don't watch anything. him anymore. As a teenager, I watched oh, him. Yes. He had a great way of depicting. He's a black man. Dude, he has a skit where, and it would not live today. It wouldn't yeah. make it today where he mm-hmm. is a blind. He's black. He's blind. And he's in the South and he thinks he's white and he's racist. <laughs> And he like he he depicts this racism through the block. But anyway, what I'm saying is 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 there is a time and a place like you're saying, and that kind of stuff today. Obviously, like even in the comedy realm, it just yeah. It, it and maybe that's why I don't I didn't listen to. He came back out, and I didn't listen to why he fell off because he didn't fall off because of his choosing. Hollywood mm. pretty much told him to go. I guess is how it looked, but. There was some deep stuff there too, where he was he was canceled before cancel culture came out. Yeah, and uh, again, where's the basis of all of this? So, like again, the challenge today is don't don't just follow someone who's woke. Don't just follow someone because they hashtag woke. It odds are, and we went over it before, but odds are, if their activism only exists on someone's social media, they're not. They're fake woke. If they're ignorant towards opposing information. They're fake woke, and they'll be ignorant towards it because they're unwilling to compromise. They're unwilling to compromise and admit when they have bad information. Guys, it's fake woke. Yeah, You're not woke because you decide it's going to be cool to and trendy to post your opinions that match with somebody else's without any education on it. Yeah, We have, there's more than just the Dr. Seuss books and stuff. There's a lot that's going on with gun reform right now. Mm. And and listen, I have my side of of how I believe about it, and we're not going to get into it today. But there's two sides to that, mm-hmm. and what I'm seeing right now with with what's going on with the gun reform is is both sides. Yep, it's it's a woke mentality of well, this is how I feel, and this is right, and there's no basis behind it. Mm-hmm. And we're sharing sources that aren't legit, and we're talking about the, and then we're mixing the president candidates in it. And it's just not right. Yeah. We have to become educated on why we believe what we believe. And if we don't, things like woke culture and cancel culture, they're going to continue to raise a generation to fall. Yeah. To fall. Yeah. I look at it. There's just a few points that, that I have. If woke for me 
means I'm going to be suspicious of people who are not my skin tone. I don't want to be woke. Right. Like, like if, if I have to walk into a room or if I have to go somewhere or whatever the case may be, and I have to be suspicious that you're racist just because you're white, I don't want to be woke. Like, now I'm not a fool. I'm a black man. And I know racism when I see it. And I'll address yeah. racism when I see it. But I'm not going to walk around with a chip on my shoulder. That is not what God has called me to do. Like, right. I, I don't care. And no, did God call me to sit down and just take it and, and turn, you know, just be, you know, whatever, you know, rug? No, that's not what I'm right. saying. But by the same token, I cannot walk around with a chip on my shoulder around every person that's not my color. Or I'm not going to idolize my color over somebody else because really what's happening is the reverse is going to happen. So we're so we're concerned about racism against black people. If this continues to go, we're going to have to be concerned more than we are today about racism against white people. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, at some point we should never idolize any color of skin, any color at all. So if that's woke, I don't want to be woke. And I would say as long as humans are on earth, there's going to be racism. I've said that before. Yep. Only Christ can fix a person's heart in that way. And then I, I thought of this the other day as I was just thinking about this woke culture is just track with me here. Could woke culture be a form of what the devil did in the Garden of Eden? Think about what happened in the Garden of Eden, right? They were good. Walking with God, everything was cool. And then the devil came along and said, you know what? You're not aware of really what's going on around you. Like you, 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 you know, he told you not to, to, you know, to eat of that tree. But you know what? If you do, you're going to know way more than what you know now. Right. And I feel like it's the same spirit that's working in the earth right now. Mm-hmm. It's saying, stay woke, stay woke. You, you, don't, you don't understand what's, what's lying beneath there. And if you don't stay woke, if you don't, you know, you're, you're going to miss out on something and, and they're going to hunt you down. And they're, you know, guys, I'm telling you, man, this is the devil at his same old tricks. And as Christians, we've always been admo- uh, admonished to stay woke in, in the way now, here, here's the thing. As Christians, we're admonished to stay woke, but not in the way the world sees things. We're not supposed to be woke to the world. We're actually supposed to be woke to Christ if we're going to use woke for, for, for the word, right? And so we are to stay vigilant. We are to stay on our guard. We should have discernment, right? Not wokeness. So if you're a Christian and you're listening to me, stop with the wokeness. And get with discernment, get with the spirit of God, get with prayer, get, you know, hashtag pray, hashtag discernment, hashtag wisdom, like, you know, not woke. We are also to stay woke to the truth, right? Not my truth, not your truth, but to the truth. If society starts saying that things are right, that are wrong, and then they say hashtag stay woke. And you go along with that as a Christian, you're not woke, you're asleep. Because you're woke to the world and sleep to God. Like you've no idea what the word of God says. And I would challenge every Christian out there that's listening to us. And I'm saying this because I love you. And I will never get on these airwaves and say anything but things that I know that could be backed up by scripture. 
You know, you, you know, I'm a black man, so you can't say things like, well, but you just don't understand because you haven't went through it. You don't know what it means. I do know what it means. And I have been through it. But I am a Christian first before I'm a black man. I am a Christian first before I'm a anything else. You know, fill in the blank. I am a Christian first. I don't want to be woke to the world. I want to be woke to Christ. And I think churches need to be careful with getting caught up in this too, because I think a lot of pastors, I'm starting to see them bring in Latasha Morrison, who is the founder of the uh, Be the Bridge. And, you know, and I, I still have more research to do on this, but what I've seen so far of Be the Bridge, and, and someone asked me, uh, another pastor's wife in another state, actually sent me some materials and said, hey, can you, you know, they're introducing this in my church. Can you look over this and tell me what you think? And I will tell you, I was appalled at some of the things that were in, it was in that curriculum. But churches and pastors are being duped into this because it's, it's a white guilt trip. As if, you know, as if everyone's racist, everyone's a problem, everyone, and that's simply not the truth. Is there racist people out there? Absolutely. But I believe that Be the Bridge is critical race theory for the church. Like it's this, it's it put in a nice package with an eloquent speaker in person who can present it well, but basically it's just saying, yeah, all white people are racist by mm-hmm. default. And here's how you can not be racist. Like, it, come on, guys. Like, this is not the way God would handle this. Now, should we handle racism in our society? Absolutely. Should we be upset about it? Should we even be angry about it? Absolutely. But we need to find out how we deal with it properly. And I I just got a couple of scriptures here. and, And we were talking about truth. And, you know, it's your truth versus my truth, and we're woke to truth and all of these types of things. But listen to what the Bible actually says about calling something that's good evil and evil good. You know, we can't have Mr. Potato Head because that just says, you know, that, that doesn't open it up to everyone. All these, all these things, right? Isaiah 5, 20 through 21 says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil who put darkness for light and light for darkness. I would say that's woke culture all day, fake woke culture, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Those are powerful scriptures. If you dig into them and you dig into woke culture, you'll understand that, that these are, these, this is exactly what you can get out of these scriptures in principle. And so I think it's very, very, we need to be very careful in this. And especially as church, as Christians, let's not get caught up in being woke, guys. Let, 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 let's get caught up in Christ and, and he, he's making us alive. He's the one that's that's showing us how we need to move forward. So, you know, I hope as we've went through this, that you've really understood our hearts behind it. Um, And I know we get passionate about a few points in this. That's just, you know, we we, we care about people and we want to see everyone just show Christ in in society. And uh, because we're 
we're we're just we're far from where we should be as a church and we we need to get we need to get there so I would just encourage you have these conversations and you're not gonna always agree with us on everything we don't expect you to like that we expect to have listeners who don't agree and that's okay yep. you don't have to stop listening yep. because you don't agree with this show right there I listen to podcasts all the time that I don't agree with right I and we've had we've had people not agree with us we've had one thing you can do is we we have conversation. Yeah. And we're going to respectfully at times say, listen, we respect your opinion, um, but this is what we believe. Right. And it doesn't mean you have to stop listening. It doesn't mean that we want you to stop listening. That's not it at all. We respect your opinion and honestly respect the fact that we can have a cordial conversation about it and we can be respectful and, and just do it the right way. And so that's what this is for, is to bring on the conversation, bring on the awareness, bring the education towards the conversation, and not just have an emotional conversation. Right, right, absolutely. And so, hey, if you guys, you know, and if you're listening and you say, hey, Kev, I, man, you need to read this, or I want you to understand this better or that better, whatever the case may be, and you have some suggested reading or something, send it to us. I'll read it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, I, I read all kinds of things, both things that agree with my opinion and things that are a hundred percent against what I believe. Why? Because I want to make sure I'm well-rounded in what I'm talking about. So feel free to do that. And again, scroll down to the bottom. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, scroll down all the way to the bottom there and give us a rating there. Give us some stars. And then also you're going to want to go down there and put in a review. This helps us tremendously. We appreciate you guys that are that are out there. Share things like this on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Uh, we have our Thinking Out Loud podcast fans page, a private group. And then we have Thinking Out Loud podcast page. We've got over a thousand of you following there already. And so we appreciate that. And then, of course, our website is www.thinkingoutloudmedia.com. And so you can reach us there as well. You can listen on Pandora and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podchaser, you name it, we're there. So we love you guys so, so much. And hey, God bless you guys. We'll see you next week.